0: Welcome to the Bridge Africa Podcast. I'm your host, Isaac osei Every week, I'll be sharing employability and entrepreneurial tips needed to help you get the job you desire or start a business venture right after you complete your university education. I'll be introducing you to seasoned entrepreneurs and working professionals in diverse fields. We'll learn about their journeys, that is the best pitfalls, their successes, and most importantly, how do you begin? Let's get it rolling. You're welcome to this amazing episode. So in this episode, we have a wonderful guest. He's a young man who um, I can tell you he is doing well. And uh, I I have no doubt he's going to go places, but he has a lot of nuggets to share uh, with us. And I'm just going to open the floodgate for uh, for him to share some of the things, his experiences, his uh, the things that he's seen, um, the relationships that he's built, the skill set that he's acquired, uh, so that you know you and I, our children, everyone can benefit from some of these uh, stories or some of these uh, career journeys. So today we have no other than my uh, wonderful uh, friend. His name is uh, Kwame. Uh, Kwame uh, uh, Kwame means if you are not from Ghana, Kwame means that he was born on a Saturday, right? So we we, we normally la- name people after this. So, uh, Kwame, you are uh, welcome to our channel. Very very oh. welcome. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much, and happy to be here. Awesome, awesome. So, just to give a little bit brief uh, background of of Kwame and what what he does and why he's 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 uh even uh coming to share or well, why i'm bringing him in to share his story is that kwame has um a wonderful breadth of experience and we're going to get into that um he currently works for a company called capco uh, i think they are management consulting i think and uh I'm, i think management and it consulting firm mm-hmm. i think one of the largest ones that are doing amazing stuff he, he probably will go a little bit into what he does there and prior to that he worked at bank of america um, and and he's been in the area of risk i think it's risk money I mean, am, I, am i wrong
1: yeah that's correct yes yeah, that's correct. okay so so he's,
0: he worked at bank of america and then he also he's also worked for a couple of uh, insurance stroke reinsurance uh, companies So we'll get into that as well. Some people don't even understand what reinsurance is. So you, me, I I understand insurance. So you probably have to educate us on what reinsurance is. And um, he he went to Columbia University in New York City. It's one of the best. Uh, So Kwame, you are welcome. There's a whole lot that we're going to unpack. I have not gone through 30% of your profile yet. I have not done that because your profile is amazing. And uh, Kwame is a, is a die-hard Man United fan, so I don't know how that is going. I do so. know for how, this,
1: how that this, is going this, for, this, for you. The United, huh? There's a United game going on right now, but that's because of how much <laughs> love I love no, for this. Oh yeah, I'm we appreciate you.
0: Oh man, we appreciate you. Man, you are you are you are tough notch. You are top notch. We yeah. appreciate you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So so, um, if you don't mind, can you share a little bit about uh, what, what what you do? I mean, give us a brief overview of what Capco does. I know you're not speaking in the capacity for the organization, but you, you only speak in the capacity of you wanting to use your story to help inspire and motivate other young people from African descent that like you are, So, and we can help. Yeah. But ask what organization do you work for and what do they do. So we're just asking you based on, on that premise, not to be nosy about. Oh, you know, that's you
1: know. fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, so I work for Capco. Um, Capco, as it is now, it's a it's a Ypro company. So Ypro is a bigger company, multinational yes. company specific to IT, um, okay. but bringing it back to Capco, why I do that, I'm a management consultant, Mm -hmm. and specifically, um, I'm I'm in the finance, risk and compliance practice domain. So Capco has a bunch of um, offerings, we call it domains, and then I I align to the risk and finance, risk, financial risk and compliance um, domain. Um, So Capco originally was, I think I think the name Capco has to do with capital markets. So, okay. um, how it came up was, and um, the, the the owner or the person started Capco had experience in capital markets okay. um, between UK and the New, New York, and okay. then started consulting. That's pretty much has grown um, over time. Capco isn't necessarily a big top four consultant, but then it's like a mid-sized, reasonable okay. size um, consulting firm. But what I like most about Capco is just the culture, right? It's, um, wow! Be yourself at at work. Um, more of problem solving and figuring mm-hmm. out an issue, what it is. And um, and I mean, I've been I've been with Capco five months, and I have nothing you love it. with me and about self a Capco here. Yeah. Oh, but wow. again, again, dialing back to what I actually do when in mm-hmm. terms of financial risk and compliance. Um, right. So my background. Initially I mean when going back to Ghana I did my undergrad in math concentrating actuarial and then I okay. came over to do actuarial science masters so my background has almost teetered around risk um, and as we dive in oh. I'll, I'll probably talk more about how I ended up in risk management but've yes. always had a passion to, yes yes I've always had a passion to understand what risk financial institutions are exposed to um kind of understand it. And um, the overarching aim is at some point to bring it back to Ghana, right? So, yes, uh, it's it, it's always been something that fascinates me, understanding what mm-hmm. is risk, what is, and diving into what is financial risk and how you go about it. Okay,
0: so, yeah. okay, that amazing, Yeah, okay. So, so I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire there. I, I think it's there was a time I I interviewed a guest, um, his name is Ade. and uh, he. Uh, works at uh, Goldman Sachs and he does mm-hmm. liquidity risk, so he's kind of opened our eyes into all these kind of uh, big Wall Street, uh, how they handle risk and all those kind of. Thing. It was fascinating. So I think from the, your standpoint, risk may be a little bit different. He, so he talked about liquidity risk, yeah, but I, I see you talk more um, about operational type of risk yeah. and those kinds. Of things. can you? So when somebody says operational risk, what does it mean?
1: So, so operational risk. I mean, if I would break it down, mm-hmm. so you could, you could, you could see it's as in. So, a bank has to operate. A bank mm-hmm. has to go about giving money, taking money, investing it, right, and making profit. Yes. So the risk that that operational break, right? So, it's um the risk of people and systems. Okay. Much, okay. Very so, one is the people who help the bank operate. The risk that they will do something bad, or Another is the system that the bank used to operate the risk that, that would not work. So you could you could think about the as in could be third party, somebody that you are working with, right? Could be a vendor, or it could be internal fraud, um, your client, your customers, your cost internal fraud being your employees. So it could be a bank teller stealing money from you, a right? bank teller taking oh, details wow. from a customer and then using the bank. So for, I mean, for close to the past three years, what I did at Bank of America was, we were forecasting um, stress scenarios, so scenarios where operational risk hits the roof, like all things wow. comes to nuts. Um case in point, COVID, right, so mm-hmm. back in 2022, I remember a um, forecast that we do for SICA, the feds okay. made big banks have to redo it again, and Every all the executives they were very zoning on you know, what's the off risk estimate so um so pretty much that's what that's what I've been doing, mm. so understanding what what risk the bank is exposed to in terms of doing business, specifically yes. with operating business so um depending on what kind of financial institution that you are, so if you're a big one like Bank of America, they call it operational risk, but then if you're okay. say a credit union, they call it process risk or they call it transactional okay. risk. Right, but it comes down to how the risk that is inherent in doing your business as a financial institution. So, um, I've, hmm. I've come to understand a lot about it, it fascinates me because it hits, yes. it hits a lot of places. Um, and I'll probably talk about this. So, um, yeah, we're, we're focusing the total operational loss when it comes to stress testing and seeker. <laughs> One thing that we did was in scenario, what is
0: seeker though? Oh, um,
1: sorry. Why, what? Yes. comprehensive now yeah. now no, you put me on the spot we normally call it CK and i have to figure out what they put me it's in.
0: okay I mean, yeah it, you know some, sometimes the acronyms are so you're so used yeah. to it that you don't even care about what, yeah, what it true. means no, but, but, but it's basically it, a, it's 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 something to do with your i mean in, in risk management right
1: i, I could explain exactly what sikara so when yeah you know, okay it, let's do that when 2008 happened right? Um and then there was a financial crisis um, and everything was, yes. uh, the, the feds have to bail people out. Mm-hmm. The, the fed came out and Obama signed a, a bill um, and then to, to pretty much ensure the economy against something like that happening in the future, um, big bank holdings mm-hmm. have to present to the Fed their capital plan and the, and the, the capital okay. plan has to be signed off. right? So that goes into C and DFAS. So every first quarter, um, the FEDs come out with some variables and then the variables will be for extreme scenarios. So it could be inflation being maybe 13%, 15% or unemployment being 30% or whatever, right? And then based on those variables, big bank holdings have to pretty much give back to the FEDs. This is our capital plan to it. What I Mm -hmm. did from Bob's risk was we forecasted the stress scenario that goes into the forecast into the capital plan so it was an overarching yeah so that's that's the natural seeker but um was wow. mentioned what i was talking about is um how we came up with the operational risk um was, let, let
0: me let me let me just um, see just google me i didn't know this yeah. is comprehensive capital analysis review
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, so,
0: <laughs> yeah I've, I've learned something today,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Steve guard be fast, yeah. But, um, okay. so dialing back, how we came up with the offshore risk forecast was, mm-hmm. um, we we use, um, so there's two versions. So, the one version was, um, BAU losses, so losses that would happen okay. that would know about it, but then we also looked at very severe losses, and how we came up with severe losses was, um, scenario analysis. So scenario okay. analysis is where the bank would come up with a scenario, extreme scenario, and say, if this happens, what will be the losses? So it was kind of, it was very mm. cool. Um, that was is one nice. That was, yeah, there was one that was proposed that, I mean, never went through though, but I like sharing with people because it kind of piqued people's <laughs> brains. So yeah, the scenario was, um, assuming it came out that the bank was, um, you the, the AI the bank used to hire employees was racist, right? and what, oh, would be, what what would be the financial the loss to the bank, right? So
0: oh like, man, I want you know, to know that one. I would be, know, I want to know that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that, that's That's a very interesting example. But then also, there's there's cases of um, if if a rogue trader decides mm-hmm. to do whatever they want, what would be the losses? The bank wouldn't care. Oh Or yeah, if there's external yeah. fraud, or if there's internal fraud, so it cuts across a lot. Or cyber attack recently. Um, man and,
0: so so your job is his job your job makes you think so so weirdly bad but it's, it's fun though exactly i mean just yeah. the model of success, yeah. I mean,
1: that, that, that's like, that's in a sense risk right that's risk right so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah that fascinates yeah so so yeah that would be interesting so even thinking about climate climate change so we have to think okay. about what happens if there were landslides in seattle or landslides in florida how that affects the bank. So you have to come up with the dollar value for it. So it's I amazing mean, school. Old school, yeah. So yeah,
0: that's, uh, that's uh, uh, you know when we're in class, you know, I mean in like uh high school and and and, and things, you know, sometimes you get all these guys, some of them are very weird, right? They they always come up with very uh what do you call it um Long tail kind of scenarios, things that are way yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, edge, right? Yeah, Those yeah. kind of guys, I think they'll they'll do very well in your field. Black
1: one yeah. Black Swan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, black Swan, yeah.
0: Those yeah. kind of guys like they think very weird, it's like crazy scenarios,
1: and not knowing that there's a there's a place for that in, yeah. in terms of career choice. I'm <laughs> so, so so you think about it as a, if somebody was able to predict COVID would happen and then the effects of COVID that's exactly where and that's exactly coming up with forecasts. this yeah
0: interesting interesting so let me let me ask this question so if let's say uh i know management consulting firms they normally would send you as a consultant sometimes you sit within a third party organization to to help them out right so if if i were a company and i came to you and you Came in to assess
1: my like, risk. What 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 are some of the signals? What are the things that you would need to to do your job? Or okay, very yeah, quickly. That's that's an apt question. So that's exactly what I'm doing now. So the, the current role that I'm in now, um, we have a client out west. It's a credit union, so it's a smaller okay. company. Um, okay. And maybe once we delve in, I'll, I'll go to why I decided to come into consulting. Right. So okay. it's a small credit union, and then as part of um, the regs for credit unions when you hit a certain, um, assets bracket. So 10 billion being one, that's okay. a lot of regulations that you have okay. to do in compliance. So one of them is, um, okay. an ERM implementation, right? So the bank has to show to okay. regulators when they come to it, when they come for examinations that they have a built enterprise wide risk management program. So okay. our clients, ER. yeah, so our clients. Mm-hmm. They 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 contacted us, we we bid for the for, for the contracts for yeah. engagement and we won. Okay. So basically what we what, what we are doing okay. is so we we are with them and obviously they know they have risk, right? So you know there's risk in doing business, but how do you quantify the yes. risk? Um your risk is different from another credit union's risk. So the 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 most basic yes. thing that you do from the get-go is getting the taxonomy right right so if if i say a is a risk for me what does a mean right so defining a as a risk um and also defining what controls i have to mitigate a if i want to mitigate a mitigate yeah so 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 the basics the basics tools that we use first is um and, and you do this through a risk assessment right so building a risk assessment okay having meeting with business leads meeting with um, Vps to understand what are the risks that are out there right so luckily regulators normally they have like a cookie cut spread of and for credit unions is seven Checklist. and then out of okay. those seven risk we kind of have to decide how do we figure out how does this risk apply to you how does it not apply to you so um right that's it. so at the, at the, at the Basic fundamental, um you have to understand what the risk is, um, how you define the risk, go through a risk assessment. Yes. So yeah, that's 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 that's, Amazing. that's basically what we are
0: doing actually now. Yeah. This, this is this is fun stuff. This is fun stuff. So so family, tell us about how, how you how you grew up. I know you grew up in Ghana. Yeah. And uh so share a little bit about your background then, so that people know that uh you are. You just didn't drop to America to do all these oh, yeah. amazing yeah. risk stuff. There, there's, this, yeah. I love this risk stuff. It, it, I'm, oh, I'm just thinking about a friend I used to uh, have back in Brenton College. He, he was just yeah. a black swan thinker. So I'm just thinking about that right now. Yeah.
1: So, so <laughs> I grew up. So, I grew up in. I grew up in Kumasi to start off with. So the oh the, wow. The earliest memory I have is um, we 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 lived in the champs of um okay so this this is probably in KG. So KG I went okay. to Grace baptist for kindergarten and then I left Grace baptist to go to Ken's old site. Um so I did okay. old sites from KG Those from
0: Kumasi would know.
1: Yeah, they would know. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so Kids is huge so anybody who went to Ken's okay. yeah. would know who lived in Kumasi So I did old sites from KG to class 5. And then I went to USC JSS. Um, so USC Primary. Okay. I remember this This probably an achievement that she yeah. talked about. So USC yes, Primary. primary. Yeah, go ahead. Before you get into USC Primary, you have to write an entrance exam. Um, so okay. I wrote the entrance exams to be able to get to Primary 6. And then I okay. did so good that they were like, oh, you're so good. So your sister can come along. So my sister was oh, wow. born. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> So, so uh,
0: they, uh, that's I, wow, I knew that school because I was at uh, Unity Hall in, in USD. So oh, yeah, we yeah. normally would make a bypass there and then we get to US. There was a hospital there. I don't know whether it's still there. Yes. <laughs> I, did, I did um I did primary in GSS and USC
1: GSS in USCSS. Um okay. and then from there I went to Persec, the best school ever okay. in my
0: life. Oh um, wow, perfect. wow, we that with you then.
1: Uh, last year, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> so, but, but going back to my growing up, um, I was the only boy, two sisters. Um, my dad was very much in business growing up, was in Timbuk, and my mom was a teacher. Um, okay. And then looking wow. back... teachers did
0: not always do well.
1: Yeah, looking back, <laughs> I'm be on this, um, and I'll tie it all back though. So looking back, I think one, one good decision that my mom made was... I didn't understand it back then though. She really pushed for us to leave Kins to go to USC JSS. Um, okay. And then her thinking was, I want you to be connected to people, people who have wow. a bigger reach, right? Um, I didn't know that about them back then, but now I kind exposure. of- Exposure. Yeah, so exposure, mm-hmm. exactly. So so that was that. Um, yeah. But then back to exposure, right? So in JSS, when we're deciding where to go for high school, um, Obviously, we in Kumasi. So everybody was choosing Pempe, Pempe, Waz, Pempe, Waz. Pempe, was, pempe was. Yes, uh, And
0: Pukwari,
1: yes, um, yes. Those are
0: the top two schools in Kumasi.
1: And in I, I could say it's probably, <laughs> it's probably 10 or 15 of us were like, oh, we are going to Prisek. And I remember people were like, why are you going to Prisek? Why would you go to Prisek? But in hindsight, going to Prisek actually helped a lot. Um, I built a lot of skills, survival skills in Prisek because it was very tough. My yes wow. um, just the independence in terms of learning on your own right because you just have to figure stuff your own, out yes yeah. yeah so um i don't talk to my yes. about it too much
0: wow Prisek, yes it, i mean it, it, i mean undoubtedly presec is one of the top top schools mm-hmm. it has always been i'll put it that way and they are very very strong in the sciences so yeah. so how I mean, did you did you read are you from a science background or you you were from finance? You did accounting and all those uh, economics and those. From so Presec,
1: you know, I, I did science. Biology science biology what what biology science? Biology uh,
0: science. Uh, yes, because you know, Presec is a very strong yeah. science school, yeah. and uh, and we, what we were talking about, we did see that Ghana has a science and math quiz inter inter-school science and math yeah. quiz and we're just i was just shading him a little bit because my my alma mater beat them uh last year so <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. yeah yes uh, yes uh, that's how that's the that's the latest way of losing right from politi- from politicians to
1: everywhere they <laughs> lose so we <Yeah>. understand <laughs> wow so you it's did right. biology i did biology um and I think, so in primary school, now nah, in JSS, um, mm-hmm. I had I had an incident. I had an injury um, right around about right in my BC. Um, okay. I went climbing wall, I slipped, and then I, I impaled oh. myself on the stem of a tree. Oh, so, oh man. Sorry about that. I went through like six months with wood stuck in me because they couldn't find my it. Goodness. So going through that process. Um,
0: Did it puncture your lungs?
1: Oh no! It was just my umpire, Thankfully, okay, thank God, well. nothing like that. Um, mm. I wanted to be a doctor for the longest time. Going through that, um, okay, and then presec happened, and then we had this math teacher. He was mm-hmm. so he made math so easy, and made math so likable. So, wow. and presec, he 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 piqued my interest in actuarial science. He's like, oh, okay. there's this course that you can do in university it's called actuarial science if you're good with okay. math. And I was very good with math. Um also wow. primary even JSS and then SS. I remember normally when, when the results come, English, I'll probably score maybe 70-75, and then math will come, and then I'm like, you wow, <laughs> or 800. So I always I always relied on math. Um wow. so he picked my interest, and then when when the results came, um to decide whether i want to do medicine or go do math um yes but then the decision was made easier i don't i don't really like blood so i said okay like, oh, cool. let's just stick yeah. with math and then think it was our batch that they started the first actuarial program at unc usd oh yes. why wow. it Yeah, wow. Wow. yeah. in usd yeah. yeah Lucky so, you. Did, so my, my my class were part of the actuarial class um Okay. And we did it. We did four years. It was amazing. I mean, because I like math. Um, and then the overarching aim has always been to continue in Actuarial. Um, yes. But again, to my story, another point that I would, I would mention, and once I tie back, it we'll all come through. Um, yes. There was this lecturer who I remember after our defense, he was like, Kwame, if you get the opportunity, go out, out of Ghana. You don't need to stay in Ghana. Wow. Just be open to going out of Ghana, right? He said in passing. It was just me and a very good friend of mine who's now in Australia. He told okay. us in passing, and that was it. But I mean, we finished. We went. We did our service, and funny enough, right after our service, my buddy left and he went to Australia to go do his masters in finance. He's now okay. a doctor. Hopefully, he'll be on the next. He'll be on the next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so that was great. Um. Then so after after tech, I did my national service at SNIT. Um, I was in the okay. department. That was also a very eye-opening. That was issue. a good fit. Yes, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a good fit. Because it was straight from Arturia, and then that's that was around the time um Ghana was figuring out the pension. So the T okay. system wasn't there now. Um, I think okay. after so I one Tier 2. Yeah. So yeah. we I I was in charge of literally calculating people's pension. All right, so oh, there wow. was a claim, the claim department of SNET. Um, If if there was a particular case that had issues, they would bring it to the actual department, and then we would kind of finalize and make sure that um, everything was working. We have a mod- we had a model in Excel that we we're using. It was kind of cool. Um, wow. So we did, I did, I did all of um, all of national service, um, and and case in point, around that time, that's when the Ivory Coast War was going on. So, okay. there was a lot of French people who came into Ghana in 2011. Back then, um, I met some, I, I learned from some people who weren't Ghanaian. Um, and that also helped me. So, ultimately, after National Service, I had to decide. Um, right around that time, my dad had helped me get into this uh, management program, training program for Stambek. Okay. Um, I, was, I think I was, I was at the latter stages into getting into the program. And then I had applied, I had applied for I think it was Illinois State University to get actual okay. master's in actuarial science. Okay. Illinois State is a very good, they have a very good actuarial program. Um okay. Funny enough, I never heard from them. It blows my mind <laughs> after now. After I today. Heard, after today, I never heard from them. So I, I was like, what is this? What's going on? Am I not supposed to leave Ghana? Am I just supposed to go <laughs> do the management training program? And then I was like, "Let me just apply to Columbia, All right?" Um, oh, wow! Yeah, so that's I told people. It's like that. I didn't. I, I honestly didn't know Columbia was Columbia when I was applying. Right.
0: Sometimes so, that is very good in life because that would have scared a little bit. It would have scared exactly, you a little bit.
1: Exactly because they are exactly. big school. So, so when when I got when I got when I got um, admission. Um, I remember I went to my uncle, who is like even so now he's still my mentor, my dad's younger brother. And I was like, okay. I have this management training program going on, and I also have this application from acceptance from Colombia. Cool. Which one do you think I should do? <laughs> and then he just told me, he told me, Do you know what Colombia is? Go research on Colombia. Exactly. <laughs> so I went, did my research on Colombia. I was like, okay, cool, let's go to Colombia. Um, but the 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 morale there is the fact that I didn't know much, right? I was open. That was MMO, good. Um, and actually, it, it turned out great. So, and then the other part of my story started. So I came to the US. Um, I was at Columbia. It was it wasn't easy. It was a great shock, right? Um, mm-hmm. At least if nothing, the cold on my ear, right? <laughs> it was so cold. I could, I could never get around the fact that it was very sunny during the day yes. and, and very cold. Like, cold. is the sun not working? Um, <laughs> um, and 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 my experience at Colombia was, um, I, I I tell people I don't think I I fully utilized my experience at Colombia, unfortunately, mm-hmm. mostly because I didn't know
0: you didn't know what what you had.
1: Yeah, I didn't know one what I had, and then one, the power of people. Um, okay. So, in class, it was mostly, um, the class was mostly Asian, heavy Asian. So, it was yes. folks from Taiwan, China, Singapore, and then there mm-hmm. were some Americans, and then there yes. were some Europeans, too. Yes. But, I mean, from just coming from Ghana and then, hearing from people about oh you have to keep to yourself you have to focus and do stuff uh-huh. i wasn't as social that i, I normally was even evening okay and, um and and coupled with the fact that classes was also late at night so classes started normally around maybe 2 p.m or maybe 4 p.m so okay. i was mostly go into school come back learn go into school come back learn go. yes but later on i mean the probably maybe five months or three months to finish with Columbia, I started making some good friends that friends, friends after now. Um, okay. So, so, so there was that, so I went to Colombia, and then after Columbia, I decided to, um, I tried to work. So that's where my first job came in. Um, I started working for okay. an insurance company. Um, okay. So insurance companies, they call them, um, managing general agent, so basically they write insurance for big insurance companies in the stead okay. of them and then pretty much get a percentage of the premium so i was okay. working directly under an actuary um and then all that we're doing is i mean for lack of better we're, we're troubleshooting their whole system right so we're just fine tuning the writing process and the back Backroom staff process so that everything runs smoothly, so we reduce cost and all that. So yes. it's a bunch of coming up with reports, coming up with ratios to share with CEOs and whatnot. Um, I liked that role very much because um, it was my first role from like in the US, and then it, it was it was a role where it wasn't really stringent as this is what you did. It was. Okay. Do whatever that you wanted. It was like mini projects. You do this, you're done, okay. it's over. You do this, you're done, you present on it, it's over. So it was like fixing problems here. And the um so that that would give it, you a lot of good experience then. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and then one, one thing, so what we're normally the core of what we're doing was analyzing data, right? Um okay. And and one block that we had was I would talk to IT, tell them these are the requirements, I need to pull some particular data and it'll probably take them a month and a half to pull the data. So I remember oh my boss was like, the, the only thing they do is they write queries in SQL. Um, yeah,
0: SQL queries, yeah.
1: Do you, do you think it would be good to learn SQL? I was like, yeah, sure. Oh, yes. I, I, with, my, with a mad background,
0: yeah, SQL exactly. is all logic.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly, logic. So, it's just logic, then, yeah. I was open to it, and then I was like, oh, cool. So I, le- I learned SQL on the job. Um, I used it here and there over over the course of my career, but then that's the skill set I have. Like I could write wow. carriers if I want. Um sequel and I learned out there too. So oh, wow. it, it came to a point, and I'll, I'll give you context and it makes sense. So I lived in Harlem, and then the, the work was in Melville, Long Island. It's a okay. two-hour commute one way. I and used that's a killer. I used two trains and a bus if I was on time, or two trains and a taxi, if I was late. Oh, boy. And, but even though the work was great, whenever I left work, it was just just something. Just <laughs> the commute, right? Um, especially when it was snowing or it was cold, I was like, why am I doing this?
0: So yeah. I, I
1: had to decide whether I wanted to stay in New York, move to Long Island for the work, because yeah. I couldn't do the commute, or just... Move out of New York. Just try my.
0: Yeah.
1: I like the U.S. Save
0: some, save some taxes.
1: Yeah. New so, York tax too much. <laughs> exactly. So I literally, I literally googled financial cities in the U.S.
0: Now
1: New York came in number one. Charlotte uh-huh. came in number two. I was yeah. like, okay, cool, Let's go to Charlotte. Um, uh, oh I wow. Charlotte. Um, I did. I didn't know anybody here when I was moving. Um, I didn't necessarily have family here when I was moving. I didn't know I had family here, as I should put it that way. So I get here, um, and then I found out I have a long-distance uncle. And so long-distance oh, wow. um, That helps. I made good friends here. Right, so, but then the story continues. I I I started working for SCORE, a reinsurance okay. company. You mentioned uh, okay. so it. Yes, I did. Really much. Um, so insurances, I have a... I, I know I might lose A. If I lose a, I, I don't want to be without A, so give me yes. some version of A, right? So okay. it could be the same one, or it could be a depreciated version of A. So okay. when, when I do that, I put the risk on the insurance company. Yes. With reinsurance, is the same thing, but... That way, is the insurance company seeking insurance from somebody else, right? So, okay. it's another level of insurance. So, insurance company so who, is who,
0: teach, to... who teaches the teacher basically,
1: yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, or, or who watches the watchman? <laughs>
1: yeah. It's insurance companies so that... going, for, going for insurance from another company. So, um, okay,
0: so, so, so let me it put it in context. Let me put it in context. So, it may be that maybe, um, let's say a big building. Right, big skyscraper Mm -hmm. building in maybe any of the big cities in Africa, let's say Accra or or Abuja or Nairobi, very big. And um they they insure it. So let's say you insure that building in in Accra, Ghana. Chances are when something happens to that building, that insurance company may not have the capital base to be able to replace that building for you. Mm -hmm. So the smartest thing for them to do is to reinsure it with let's say Another insurance company, let's say Lloyd's uh, Insurance in London, or something London, like yeah. that, and they have the massive capital base to oh, right. be able to to cover. Okay, yeah, so uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm 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 a little bit knowledgeable in, uh, yeah, <laughs> in yeah, insurance.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I did that was okay. was called as a French company, and then well, that was also a very nice role. I mean, I didn't do it for long though, but basically okay. we were in charge of covering Latin America business. Um, so from there, and then I started working insurance in insurance in consulting, my first consulting role, with NTT okay. Data. Um, okay. And that, that was around the time that I kind of veered off my heavy, actuarial, heavy, um, Okay, an actuarial bargain, I should say, because I mean, reinsurance is still actuarial. Um, I was still working on yes. that actuary at school. But Mm. I did that because I had a conversation with someone at school who told me that I should be open-minded and know that there's not only one way to success. Right. Mm. So back then, all my I was very laser focused on actual, actual. That's all I wanted to do. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's like actual. Being an actual is a fantastic career. Wow. Um, then, i'm
0: gonna ask you about that you know yeah. when, when we were growing up me i didn't know much about actually until when i got to london for the first time and i was studying. Yeah. they used to make this joke tell me if it's if it's if it's just a joke or it's true uh-huh. they said if you get close to what they can predict when you will die
1: oh yeah, that yeah, true? yeah. yeah <laughs> true. so so basically right there's there's, there's something called a life, table. Right, okay. it's
0: a life table
1: that, that uses. What probably maybe a million people or maybe 10 million people, and then they 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 do the table in such a way that just to predict out of a million people by age five, some will die, age six, some will die. I mean, it's just natural, right? I mean, it's okay probability. Yeah, so they can use a life table to say you have a probability of dying, and maybe say age 64, 65,
0: right? It's you ever check those those things for yourself.
1: Oh, yeah. i was actually i was actually checking the life expectancy quite recently i found out that ghana life expectancy is in the 60s nigeria okay. is in the 50s which is very very okay. troubling but <laughs> uh, i it, it, it's it's going to be a function
0: of, it would be a function of healthcare delivery exactly and exactly. Uh, Yes, access to healthcare. And, and because Ghana's numbers are not that uh much, access to healthcare will be better compared to yeah. Nigeria, where it's like everyone is just packed up on top of each other. I mean, not literally, but it's heavily densely populated with with maybe li- limited uh, health facilities. Yeah. Wow, th- this is this is yeah. amazing. I, I know I've been going yeah.
1: on and on and on, but yeah. <laughs> this try, is... I promise I'll tie quickly. So yes, it's starting for us. The uh-huh. entity led me to my first project with Bank of America. And again, okay. at Bank of America, we were supposed to implement a testing utility or something okay. I've never done before. I was mm. like, sure, I'll do it. Um, we did it so well the bank decided to convert some people to full-time, right? Mm-hmm. And around that time, I had to make a decision: do I want to stick with consulting or do I want to go to Bank of America? Um okay. Based on certain decisions and the fact that I wanted to go back and get my MBA, I was like, okay. let me stick to Bank of America. Um, and again, okay. I was open-minded to that. And then yes. I came full-time with Bank of America, started, and that's why I said I had various roles at Bank of America and then ended mm-hmm. up in TICA. Um okay. And then now I was working, I did SICA for three years. I was like, I, I still want to understand more about financial risk. All right? Um, and then I decided to leave Bank of America, get into consulting. And then now it. I'm actually working with a small a small credit union, helping them to implement their ERM program. Something I probably would never do at Bank of America. Yes. So the overarching, the overarching reason, I mean the, the the point here is the fact that um I've always tried as much as possible to seek counsel from people.
0: Um, whenever mm-hmm.
1: I make decisions um, and I've always tried as much as possible to be as open-minded as possible as right? possible just, yes just not to box myself to this is how it's supposed to be I am stuck with this right um, yes and, wow. and, and and I made that comment about how I didn't leverage the the difference the differences that I, 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 I came to at Columbia right yes I didn't know that it was good to connect with people that weren't like you connect to people that you weren't used to um yes after that um after my first role my my, my first job after colombia and then subsequently all through score um and even at bank of america i've grown friendships with people that they have very different background for me yes um, the guy who told me that you don't necessarily need to be an actuary he was actually an actuary right? Uh, <laughs> But he 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 gave me a perspective that I was like you could go for other stuff. Um, if it's risk, you could actually go into risk management. You I'm an actuary, but you could be a CR, right? You could be a chief yes. risk of for a company. Yes, so yes. It's different ways to look at it. So I was receptive to advice, I was open minded, and I was I was I was willing to take risk, right? So yes. leaving leaving New York to Charlotte, um I told not you... Knowing, not knowing
0: anybody. You that's, did that, I
1: think like, yeah. yeah, I did that, but then at that point, I was like, I mean, what do I have to lose? Worst case, yes. I to come back to New York, so those yes. have helped me over time.
0: Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. That That's good, because you, you've you just actually uh, uh pushed unknowingly into my next set of questions, my next oh. question line here. I was, you know, the last question, like, based on what you see, right, and based on what you've gone through, the journey that you've taken, and. Mm-hmm. and and all of that um what kind of nuggets um can you leave with uh my audience you know somebody who's young who's trying to uh start a uh, life basically uh mm-hmm. maybe you know, the person may even be in in college right now or in or uni as the british people would say yeah uh, and they are trying to you know, chat, because maybe they are even interested because I know that for for you to get into actually you have to be good at math, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for for people like that, and also for the general masses, some people too, they want to probably work in a developed environment. They don't even know what the work culture is. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know all the nuances. You've you've been through it all. So can you share some few nuggets? Uh, for young people who are looking to take the journey that you have
1: taken i think yeah. that would be very very helpful so 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 the first thing i'll say is if, if you are watching this video right mm-hmm. you are, you're on yeah. the right path. yeah the fact that you are seeking knowledge right yeah so i don't think it's everybody who will be watching this video no nope. so whoever is watching this video is taking the right path. so it's it's there's this philosophy that i i hold by that um you are what you see right mm-hmm. what you feel is capable is what you've been exposed to mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if, it's if, true if 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 you want to be a doctor you only want to be a doctor because you've seen a doctor before if you haven't seen an astronaut before you can't even in your in your diction you can't put an astronaut so it's true you should you should be curious and then you should be a sponge if you're a kid if, 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 if you're younger to be able to accept all knowledge that's not i don't think there's bad information whatsoever um mm-hmm. just learn as much as you can um because it, it it would it would open you to the many options that there are there right um mm-hmm. don't be don't be easy to box yourself into something particular um right you see yourself as a blank state and then yes. you just keep writing the story i'm still writing my story yes Sorry, you are exactly. so, and it's going okay. to get more more exciting exactly so it's so if, if 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 you are up and coming, if, if you are trying to figure out what you do to your next step, just be open to learn from people who have done it because there's no point reinventing the wheel if the wheel is yes. right. Yes. You can, you can learn from their mistakes, which is most people will gladly talk about it because they probably regret it. Right, You can learn <laughs> from their mistakes and then that will be a spring forward for that. Um, yes. Um, another point, Another point that I probably would say, I mean, very specific here in the US, and that's something mm-hmm. I'm still actually trying to work on here. Yes, the fact that more, more, more often than not, be, because we come from, we come from Africa, and then we are in the diaspora, there's this innate um, feeling that we have to make it on our own, um, okay. and and it shouldn't be the case, right? Hmm. Hmm. Talk As to me I, about that. I, so I'm not. I mean, I'll go back to chi. I'm um, sorry for no. There's a saying about how prior bako um, Bakabu man. Okay. Right. Um,
0: okay. Okay. So, so what that what that basically means is that if you people want broomstick, it's, uh, no, actually, it's even in the Bible. It yeah, says yeah. a, th- a three-four cord is not easily broken.
1: Exactly. So
0: if you have yeah. just one chord, it's very easy to rip it apart. But if you have a three-four cord, it's not easily broken. That's a proof. That's an African Ghanaian (laughs) proverb.
1: If if you happen to find yourself here in the US or wherever in the in the diaspora, I know it's a common thing to say. Oh, people be in my business, what what not? Um, In the end, it's good to have a support system. Yes, Um, that is so priceless. If you are outside of the country, Mm -hmm. because in Ghana, if you're in Ghana, you could always go to your auntie or you could go to your uncle. Yes, but it can be very lonely here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In as much as it's great to say I'm going to hustle and make it, creating a good core system and good support system will obviously helps help you. Yes. And, and I can attest to that. There are people wow. that I can always call up if I have something going on just to bounce ideas off. Yes, there are people who call me bounce ideas off at each other. Yes, and the Bible says, I am I, am I know. Yes, it's true, it's true. So,
0: so it's it, that's that's
1: also it's also called if if you happen to leave africa comes to diaspora you should connect yourself, yourself. Just make, yeah just make mm-hmm. sure you're very well connected mm-hmm. i mean it, it kind of touches back on the fact that you need exposure right so yes um so wow. I mean, yeah I'll, I'll leave it there
0: wow that 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 this that, that's even more than enough i mean this those are two heavy heavy uh what do you call it uh nuggets uh, you know uh very very heavy because i i i, I told you I've, I've interviewed there was one just my interview and one i would say 90 percent of what he attributes his success to and what he's doing was because of this what we just talked about he mm-hmm. just plugged himself in this is he connected he didn't just even connect himself to the african or ghanian community he just connected himself across board mm-hmm. and his first job that he had uh, the, the network that brought him the work was his college professor. Yeah 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 that, that helped him get his first gig at uh, I think it's it was JP Morgan or so mm-hmm. and then he's just taken it from there. And, and he yeah. says they still the connections that he had, especially in uh college when he was doing his masters, they are mm-hmm. still relevant today. Yeah. So Kwame you, you hit the nail on the head amazing yeah. and, and fantastic. We are so excited we are we are we are i mean oh then we thank you so much for oh, yeah, spending yeah. this time with us and, and i i know i know that this episode is going to strike a nerve f- for yeah. for for our listeners and our and, and and our subscribers it's going to be amazing and I mean, we can't thank you enough yeah uh, oh, we, it's been my, pleasure. It's been my pleasure you're, you're a blessing and you are a bearer yeah. for 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 uh us and the young people who come from africa we we look forward to see people like you who are trail you blaze the trail and then uh, uh many more young people can follow and uh but don't don't be checking people's death uh, date though
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think that's that actually that <laughs> yeah
0: thank you so much thank you so much and uh, we appreciate you being here yeah awesome Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if you loved it, please take a minute to leave a great review. It would mean the world to me. And finally, if you love what you just heard, can you kindly share with your friends and family? And I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. And let's catch up on the next episode. Thanks and bye.